This is Prisoners of the Moment, bringing you the hottest takes on Mississippi State sports. Real fans, real reactions, real joy, and real disappointment. With Lounge Dog, Jesse Young, and Josh Watson, this is Prisoners of the Moment. All right, everybody. Welcome back in. We took a little time off. Uh, we're back again. This is Prisoners of the Moment podcast. I'm Josh Watson. No Jesse Young tonight, but we got Lounge Dog, and this is the much-anticipated-by-everyone baseball preseason show. We are cutting it as close as we can to opening <laughs> day. Uh, but we're still going to manage to get in ahead of time. So, state starting. To- What's that? I'm about to say, I don't think we've there's ever been more conflicting schedule of hosts than our, our three. Dude, we just can't get our stuff. We just can't get our get our timing right. I was thinking about it. Um, man, it's been like, it's been like a month since we posted a since we posted a podcast. I know the last one was. It's been right a month. At, I thought it'd been like three weeks, maybe. I think it's been a month. I mean, it's. I know that the last one was, yeah, actually almost exactly a month, January 17th. So it was right after they hired the new OC, Kevin Barbe, and Zach Selman, the new AD. Well, and in that stretch, our basketball team got hot. So, my, well, <laughs> we, had a, we had a good run. We might need to stop. Yeah, no, the basketball uh, well, team going. So – all right, so we are recording this on a Thursday night. The Kentucky game already happened last night, and State dropped their five-game winning streak uh, in a really good game to Kentucky uh, that came down to the, I mean, the last last second shot. Um, you know, just couldn't get one off. Got it down court, but couldn't get the shot off at the end. And State lost 71-68 to Kentucky. But ever since the Alabama game, it looked like the basketball team has really been kind of pulling it together. Like they've they've started clicking, and the free throws have cleared up a little bit. We're making still not great from three, but we're getting better. Well, you you couldn't get any worse from three from what we were doing. No, I mean any so, improve, any any improvement is improvement at this at that point. You know where we were. But they're they're getting into it. Uh, seventeen and nine. I mean, they got a good record. I I think, like we were talking, we were talking about a few seconds ago before we started recording. I mean, if they can finish out the season, Ole Miss, I give you a toss up. Need to beat Missouri again. A and M probably need to beat them. South Carolina definitely need to beat them. Vanderbilt is one that is kind of crazy because Vanderbilt beat Tennessee. Yeah, and they're on a three, four-game winning streak right now. I know they beat Florida, and they demolished South Carolina. So, outside, well, of course, Alabama just took a loss. Uh, you could argue Vanderbilt might be playing the best basketball right now or much improved basketball in the league. Yeah. So, and in that, in that arena, you don't know what's going to happen. Now you could fall off the side of the damn court for all, you know, up there. 
Yeah, I'm about to say. I, is it still like never, that? Is their court still like three feet above the natural floor level? Yes. That's just wild. Vandy's Vandy's gonna Vandy. Everything everything about that place is weird. Um I don't know if I want to go into that. Speak well, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll I'll say it. Speaking of Vandy, you know the uh, Vandy Whistler passed away. Now I I'd later find out there was a fake Tennessee account that posted, but it wasn't that one that passed away. It was a. Uh, it was another asshole. There's, there's more. Oh there, yeah, no, there is more than one. I think there was, there was two. There's two whistlers. It was the one with the curly hair. And uh, of course, I, I, I'm of course I, I'm not gonna slander a man because man has passed away. So I'm not gonna. I mean, he to say he left he left a lasting impression is an understatement. But I mean, I I just hate it. hate it for him and his family, hate it for his family. So just rest in peace. To the, uh, I don't I don't even know his name, but Vandy Whistler. You know, it takes a lot for me to really not enjoy watching a baseball game at my own home. <laughs> Where do you I have, have do you have it do you have it on mute and listen to Jim Ellis? Yes. But the thing is, even if you're listening to Jim, you can still hear those assholes in the background. It comes okay. through on the radio broadcast. You cannot get away from it. Oh I I've got to the point where I drink enough where I don't I don't I zone it out. Man, it hey, is... we, hey, we shut them up in that in Omaha. I'm going I'm to compare it to this. When I was a kid growing up on our farm, we had guineas. You ever uh-huh. Have you ever been around guineas? Oh, yeah. They make the most god-awful racket in the <laughs> world. And it seemed like every Saturday morning when I was a, a, a kid and I was trying to sleep in, those damn guineas would be right out beside my window just doing their little, you know, whatever, <laughs> clucking or whatever. And you just, I mean, you roll over, you pull the pillow over your head, you try to do something. And you can't get away from it. That's like the damn Vandy Whistlers. You just I, I, can't I, get away from them. I, I feel like this is you're already going into your airing of grievances part already. I'll save it for when I'll save it for later in the season. <laughs> but the rest of piece of him. Uh, so what? So big day tomorrow, huh? Big day. Uh, State starts out the season, 2023 season, against Virginia Military Institute. I think I I I could say that. Virginia Military Institute. The Key Debts. I did not know what their mascot was. They're the Key Debts. I don't know why they're the Key Debts and not the Cadets. Um, Fun fact, Virginia Military Institute, the oldest – state-sponsored military school in the country. So, there you go. A little, a little, a little fun nugget from Josh with his yeah. deep research. Yeah, looking into <laughs> it. So, 
and we haven't really we haven't really because we haven't done a baseball preview yet and this is it obviously uh we haven't really gone into the you know the transfers the the incoming freshmen um and just kind of moving around the rotation and what this season's going to hold i mean obviously last year you know last year you're coming off of a national championship year and you just have injuries that plague you your rotation can't seem to go it you're not you're not can't seem to get going you can't every time seems like every time you hit the ball you're hitting it straight to someone it just man it's just one of those and then to add insult to injury old miss wins the national championship the went the year after us so you know last year was just kind of one of those murphy's law if it can go wrong it will type seasons but this year man last year's last year we're putting it behind us this year we're coming in fresh we've got some good got some good transfer talent coming in to fill some fill some gaps you've got some exciting freshmen coming in you've got some really good returning starters um, and one thing that I think everybody's saying, or at least what the talk is, this team is going to be able to hit the baseball and hit it a long way. Oh, easily. Been to several scrimmages, saw them in the fall. They were a little, they were a little rusty in the fall, but, uh, well, I saw them against Bama and, one game they kind of struggled, and then the second game they kind of picked it up. So, but the past few scrimmages I've seen, these guys can rake. So now you just you we're gonna get to the lineup, but it it is, in my opinion, a more diverse lineup compared to what it was last year. Last year it was. Literally home run or bust this year. You got guys that can get on base, steal bags, bunt when they need to bunt. They can hit doubles. They're like I said. So yeah, this is going to be a more complete lineup this year. And it there's not a safe spot. There's nobody you can pitch around in that lineup. So, kind of going into it, State actually did today announce their weekend rotation. You got Cade Smith starting the Friday game. KC Hunt scheduled to start game two on Saturday. And then in game three, you got Landon Gartman coming in as a Sunday starter. And, uh, I mean, you got some names there that that when – even though last year, you know, you kind of fell, fell – behind a little bit you got some names there in Cade Smith and KC Hunt that when you did need a little bit of pick-me-up sometimes those were the guys that you could kind of rely on a little more heavily um what do you what do you think I mean you I'm I'm I'm, I'm interested one to see the offense and see kind of you know like you were talking about how it can be more complete you know not just boom or bust but I'm really interested to see what this rotation and bullpen can do this year yeah, I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you got an experienced starting weekend rotation: Casey, Kate, and Landon. Even though this was Landon's first year, but he he pitched dang good up in Memphis for the short time he was there. Uh, 
if you kind of look into the bullpen, you got you got the former All American from Texas, Aaron Nixon, who's a potential closer. Let's see. Yeah, you got Lofton, true freshman. Let's see. Thinking off the top of my head. Uh, what about Pico? Do you think they're going to use him as a as a reliever? Or closer? Yeah. Or maybe he, like a middle kind of, reliever? He's kind of that long reliever type situation. Kind of like how Ross Mitchell was, in my opinion. Yeah. So, and he, he's had moments and. Don't if y'all told if y'all seen my tweets about the scores and the scrimmages, take it with a grain of salt. Like the hitters kind of, you've been seeing these pitchers for months now, so you know what they have and what they throw. So when I tell you the score was like eight to seven or something like that, it's just the hitters the hitters have an advantage in the scrimmages. So this bull, this pitching staff is going to be pretty dang good this year. We just, just got to figure out where like Sinjay's going to. I think he's going to have he's going to start like midweek because he's got to have to. That what? This is something. I'm I'm looking at the roster as you're going through this. I'm reading the roster and I'm I see something on here that I have never seen before. So is it about his throwing? No, yeah, but so you know when you have when you have your roster and you have position, you know they'll have RHP right hand pitcher, LHP left hand pitcher, OF outfield infield whatever. Sinjay is BHP, both handed pitcher. I've never seen that. Put, I, I've I, never I, seen I that before. I would have just put a ambidextrous. A ambidextrous. Yeah. But that's the one. Gonna... That's the one everybody's talking about, though. That's who everybody's ready to see. And <laughs> I'm well. I mean, as far as like just the hype, right? I mean, because you know when they get up there and he starts out throwing righty against a lefty, and then he has a left-handed batter come up and he swaps over his glove and goes to the right side. People are just going to freak out. Well, if that's the I, I'd rather the hype not be about him changes changing his hand as same in the same glove. He, in my opinion, he's going to start like midweek because there's times they scrimmages and they pitched him against Alabama in the fall. He did not have complete command of his pitches, and he's got to just build up that durability because about after about two, two and two thirds usually. He started walking guys. So if he's going to be a starter, he's just got to build up that durability, which he will. I mean, he's a freshman. Yeah. But it's just one of those things that you, I, I mean, I know, I know there was a, and I can't remember for the life of me, I can't remember his name. There was a pitcher back in the day in the majors that, that was a, an ambidextrous pitcher. And there's probably been a couple of them. I just, I'm one of them that I remember watching in some documentaries and stuff like that. But I mean, at the college level, Especially, I mean, it was, you know, state, at least for us. I mean, it's something we've never seen. And it's something that's kind of different and interesting. And people are going to be interested to see what happens. Um, But, you, yeah, you get him. I mean, you got to, 
I mean, just reading down through the roster and looking at the names you've got coming back, I mean, it's significant. Oh, it's a uh, see whatever. We we lacked leadership last year, and I think you would have had more than more of that if and, and no knock on him. I mean, it's you know like Polk said, that, that's baseball, you know. But and you know Luke was a little inconsistent last year, and I think you know if and so was uh, Get that – I mean, with Luke, you're getting a guy back. You know, you, you put a captain C on him, and you're getting a graduate senior back who, you know, eats, breathes, and sleeps Mississippi State baseball. He's from, you know, 40 minutes down the road, not even. And, you know, that's the kind of – that's the kind of leader – and just his play, too, in the past, you know, the – National championship year, his play seemed like, you know, him and Tanner Allen, that was two of the guys that you could always rely on to get, you know, a clutch hit. I want to see him have a little bit of a bounce back year this year. I mean, which needs, you know, it's his, this is it. This is the last ride for him. He came back for it. He's the captain. I mean, they're going to put a lot on his shoulders, but I think he can handle it. Yeah. I mean, you learn to be a leader through, if you can, you can learn to be a leader when you go through tough times. Sometimes, like you, you know how to win. Sometimes it's you having to fall fall down the fall off the mountain and have to figure out how how do you how do you fix it. And then, and you like I said, I don't even think it's just Luke Hancock. You need Kellen Clark to be a vocal leader. You need I'd even say, even though he seems like kind of a quiet quiet guy, is Lane Forsyth. By the way, who's had some dang good scrimmages that this before the season hitting the ball. So I expect him to be have a great season this year. And another one coming back and probably the one that I think is going to lead, maybe not lead in batting average, but it's probably, I would be shocked if he didn't lead in home runs, Hunter Hines. Man, that's that's a guy who, as a sophomore, even, even as an underclassman, can step up and take that spot with, you know, with his play. I mean, you got to, if you're going to, if you're going to be looked up to and, you know, respected as a leader, as an underclassman, I mean, you got to be, you got to be raking. You got to be stroking the ball, man, and and, and your your offensive plays got to got to follow along with it, or defensive yeah. play, excuse me. So, I mean, well, I can tell from his like defense has been pretty good. I mean, defense really in general has been pretty. Good. Hold on. All right, you hear me now? Yeah. <laughs> 
You had your I finger got, covering the mic. Oh, of course. What else is Dave? But keep talking about not just talk, I'm talking about Hunter Hyde's defense. Be honest with you, the defense for the whole team has been spectacular. But Hunter, Hunter has done something. He he kind of was doing it from last year. He's not just a pull hitter anymore. He he was hitting opposite field home runs. He he was hitting doubles to left to left field. So he's using more of the plate and sometimes just sitting back on the ball a little more and go to opposite field or a pitch away, just taking it to the opposite field. So just for him, improvement just on the field leader. Because I don't think you don't, you don't really need too many vocal leaders to get that from Luke no, or something. Yeah. You kind of, you kind of need both. You need a vocal and a guy that does it. Because like Rowdy, like Tanner and Rowdy, Tanner, well Tanner did really did both, but Rowdy was Rowdy was a go do it type yeah. of leader. So, yeah, I think I, I think on that you know Logan was probably more your vocal leader, which I mean he could get it done too, but as far as vocal leader last year year before. Logan was probably more your vocal leader, and then you got got Tanner and uh and Rowdy. Yeah. So, well, look, I kind of want to get into just talking about like the SEC like coaches will poll or like their predictions. <laughs> Do you really want to talk about that, <laughs> buddy? It's going in my wake your ass up tweet in the morning, buddy. <laughs> It's it's gonna be a good. Oh man! And I mean, that's oh, just that's just disrespectful. Listen, it's some recency bias. I get it, and then some question marks, unknowns. Because, listen, a lot of people don't know, but I saying the guys because we didn't even talk about it, like Nate. Dome or Dom, uh, and Colby Holcomb. Oh yeah, like, and the and the one that look the one that at some point this year we'll get Stone Simmons back. I maybe yeah. I don't think Brooks is get, Brooks isn't pitching this year. Uh maybe late in the year, but I don't know. So this team is of course this team is loaded. Of course. In my opinion, SEC baseball is what people think SEC football is, like depth-wise. Uh, just the SEC West in general is a gauntlet. So, and kind of looking at our schedule, in my opinion, we better stack up wins in the first half of the season because the last half is brutal. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. After the Ole Miss, which is that midpoint, got Auburn. Yeah, ten, not in particular order. Got Auburn, Tennessee, Arkansas, LSU, A and M, and then yeah. when you go, you're going to Baton Rouge. You go to Knoxville. Uh, you get Ole Miss at home, you, Super Bowl dog weekend. Yeah, and you go to Auburn. I don't think I don't think State or Auburn are getting enough respect. I think Alabama's getting a little too much respect. 
kind of talking just in general SEC wise in yeah. the West. I you think do get Vanderbilt it, and South Carolina at home. So that's, that's people, are on, people, people are on the South Carolina train. I'm not buying it. I think Mark Kingston's fighting for his job. Mm. And uh, kind of like Nick Bingione, Kentucky, you, in my opinion, you need to sweep Kentucky. Yeah. So, and then you get Vanderbilt at home. Vanderbilt, I don't think it's going to be – Vandy's not going to be Vandy, in my opinion. They'll be a little down. I, I still say you win that series. Uh, and then win two out of three or sweep South Carolina, in my opinion. Say, say like, you're seven and two. I think we'll be seven two after the first three series, and you tell me that we're good, great spot. And then who else was it we played? I see. Oh, we got Alabama. Well, yeah, you got. Yeah, you got. Yeah, Kentucky, Vanderbilt, Alabama, and the SEC. Or I'm sorry, Kentucky, Vanderbilt, South Carolina is the start of your SEC. Uh, SEC season um and then you follow that up with alabama in tuscaloosa so you say you win two out of three there that's you're nine and three almost to the halfway point and say you win uh two out of three against Ole miss but she well you're 11 and four yeah you're in good shape you, man. you're you're first off usually 13 it gets you in postseason and so that gets you in. I said we were going to – I said we were going to be like 16, 14, 17, 13. I'm leaning more toward like the 17, 13 because just now how brutal. Now, it may be a little, maybe eight, maybe 18 and 12 for all I know because you got a couple of those series, tough series at home. You got Arkansas, which – we need to win that series. We haven't won that series in a few years. See, seems like that always goes back and forth. Like you to. I mean, like usually, like there was a stretch between fifteen and like eighteen, like the home team swept the other team, and uh, it was just weird. So I think it's time we start winning a few. We need to win a few more of those. Tennessee's going to be gauntlet because they got that whole stack pitching staff. But if you can go to Auburn and find a way to win that series, that's huge. I'm, here's my take on road at home. Win your series at home and then if you play a team equal to you or better than you, just don't get swept on the road. Yeah, that is that is how like you do that. You're at like sixteen, seventeen wins right there. That's usually a two pushing a host seed. I mean, you you really need to against Tennessee and LSU. You need to try to take at least one of those games a series. You, I mean, man, getting swept in both those. I mean, but that's to your point, like you said. I mean, that's why you need to have a strong start to your SEC season. And, I mean, it's never going to be easy, but, you know, try to try to start off hot, and that way you're not having to 
crawl back out at the end of the season where you've got your really tough games. And then you get A and M at home. That I mean, they're going to be good, but I th- it's still a winnable series. Uh, so it's I kind of project. I kind of just told you about what I think our conference record is, like 17-13, Uh I kind of see us being a super regional team right now. I mean, they could get real hot. I, I mean, there's there's still the potential they could make Omaha. You just never know. Just, I mean, you just got to get hot at the right time of the season. That's what they did you really in 21. Do. You really do. Do not put effort in Hoover if you're safely in. Oh, hell no. God. That is the most – it's good for the fans, but or, and it's only important to bubble teams. So, other than that, get in. One of the other guys that I'm interested in seeing this season, and they've hyped him up a bunch, and he's supposed to be damn good, Dakota Jordan. Man, they, they are acting like he's the second coming. Oh, yeah, he uh, he he's that dude. He's starting. He's our starting center fielder. And um, he is was a he's a polished hitter for a true freshman. Oh yeah, they were talking about in the preseason. He's he's hitting the ball literally out of the stadium, like in preseason practices and scrimmage and stuff like that. And he he hit he can hit to any part of the ballpark he wants to with ease. And he and they weren't kidding. He he's a thick. I mean, he looks like he go play for Zach Arnett right now. He's six foot two twenty. I mean, he's that's running back build right there, man. Oh man. Zach Arnett is going to come over there and start recruitment. Yeah, we'll, but, keep, we'll keep Arnett over on keep him over on the football field. Let's keep this guy on the baseball field for right now, at least. But there's some young guys that I want you to remember these names: uh, Mershon and Bryce Chance, particularly Bryce Chance. For I think he's a true he's a true freshman out of uh, MRA. For a tri- he was he's had a great spring scrimmages, so I wouldn't doubt if he got some playing time. So that's just that's just one of my guys. That remember the name, keep an eye out for whenever whenever you do see him play. Let's see. I'm looking by. I'm looking by. Uh, by year, having to sort by that. Bunch of freshmen coming in this year. Oh, and a bunch of a bunch the, of fresh a bunch of freshmen names that, you know, that you're already getting hype around. Sinjay, Dakota Jordan, uh, Bradley Lofton, Ross Highfield. Russell Russell Pitt will catch midweek games. Yeah. Uh, Logan Forsyth. Yeah, I'm about to say that's another name nobody's really talking about right now for some odd reason. And but, then uh, you said Marshawn. Yeah, he's you know freshman too. Hey, 
Um, he's not a true freshman, but the guy that we very rarely used last year. I think Cole Cheadle will get more PT than time this year. He's looked pretty dang good. So, I mean, you got listen. all the, you got these guys. You got these guys out there that can throw. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, and you got a bunch of left-handed pitchers too. I mean, which is good. You know, typically what you you know, what you want to see. You got one BHP. <laughs> that yeah. still cracks me up, man. BHP. Uh, again, A would have been much more cooler. A, AP. Uh, just A. Just A. Just A. But, uh, um, no. This is I, – I think it's, it's definitely a rebound year. Um excited. Uh, let's see. Unfortunately, I won't be able to make opening day because I got to work tomorrow. Hey, me too. Uh, well, I'm usually 14, so. Oh, hey, I've me too. <laughs> well, you know, I'm about to say, hopefully, storms don't knock out the power. So, we, but I'll at least be out there Saturday and Sunday having a grand old time, but. I know the start the start time for Friday is not very fun. Yeah, so. I mean it's yeah, I mean it's a three p.m. game, but to to their credit, I mean it's supposed to be really freaking cold tomorrow. In comparison to today, where it was seventy something degrees. Well, I'll be in the well, I'll be in the left field near grill, where at least I'll be warm. I think Saturday. I think Saturday. Saturday's supposed to be pretty nice, and Sunday's supposed to be just beautiful. Oh well, I guess I'm missing the cold days. Bummer. Hmm. Uh, that's how. That's how it is every year at the start of the season. I, oh gosh, I remember days when I was in school here. We, I'd go to a Tuesday game against St. Joseph, and it'd be like literally thirty degrees outside, and there's literally like twenty people in the entire stadium. <laughs> Reason, hey, dedicated to the dogs. That's it. I, I mean, may try. I'm not going to make it this weekend. I may try to get out there on Tuesday, though, uh, against ULM. If I can, I, I may. Well, I may be able to catch the end of that game. We'll see. I may. I may make the Sunday against Arizona State because obviously I'm going to Vegas. So. Hopefully, I'll return. <laughs> hey, I broke even in Vegas this time on a week. Well, that's considered I, a win. That is absolutely a win, man. Oh, 100%. How about I say, hopefully, I come back with my dignity and self-respect. <laughs> yeah, because you ain't going to come back with all your money. I can about guarantee you that. <laughs> I'm about to say, I might just come broke. Or not. If I come back broke, I'm really screwed. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, there you so, go. that'll be fun. Yeah, leave it just... next. Leave it next Wednesday. Come back Saturday. Nice. I'll give you some. Uh, have you been before? I have not. I'll give you some suggestions. I got some places for you to go. Oh, I'm scared the, now. No, 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 no. These are 
These are legitimate places. I'm not talking about these are places I would go to with my wife and places we have gone. So not and not, you know, we don't uh she she would not uh she wouldn't let me go. I not I don't really care about going to a strip club. She wouldn't let me go to a strip club anyway. So and she sure <laughs> as hell wouldn't go to one. So nothing like that. I'm talking about like restaurants. You're like me, you like to eat, so I'll give you some good restaurants to go to. Okay. Doing it, Josh. Watching our Vegas tour guide, just see all the sights and my my kid, my my tail will be sitting at a blackjack table for six hours. Three card poker, bud. Boo, buddy. Three card poker. But anyways, let's get back to the baseball. They don't want to talk about my. I don't. They don't want to listen to my degenerate self. Oh Josh, you messed oh you messed messed it up. Why? I was about to respond to this Tennessee fan on Twitter. Uh taking a shot. Listen. He responded to my when I, I tweeted poverty about the comparison of Diddy Noble and Lindsey Nelson Stadium. He posted a score of that twenty seven to two game last year. And I posted a picture of a the national championship logo on our outfield wall. <laughs> and then I get some Tennessee fan who dumb thinking that like, Oh, like, Oh, y'all win y'all's first national championship. For anything. I'm like, that was the first national. Y'all haven't won anything in baseball either. And he said something else. And then I was about to type and you called back. Dang it. Yeah. I'll get him. I'll get him. Don't worry. You just get him, man. I'm, I've been I have on complete, a I have complete faith in you. This is this baseball season is your time to shine. I mean, this is it. I'm on a heater right now. <laughs> oh, that's great, man. So we talked about the starting lineups. We talked about, you know, starting lineups, pitching, bullpen, schedule. Let's talk about the uh the most important part of uh the baseball season. State posted everyone's walkout songs for Ooh. the year. The one that stands out to me probably the most, just it doesn't, I don't know, and I don't know, maybe I haven't seen enough about the kid to know, but Drangelo Sinjay's walkout song is Broadway Girls by Morgan Wallen. Oh, oh, Lord, no. <laughs> Listen, if he, hey, I'm proud Aaron Nixon's bringing back Johnny Cash. Yes. I mean, it, not, it may not be Jonathan Holder's song, but... There are a couple of these, especially for some of these pitchers, that are going to have that same kind of energy, though. Like, uh, like that one you're talking about uh, from Aaron Nixon, Ain't No Grave. Yeah. Max Miller sleeping on the blacktop by Coulter Wall. Let's see here. Uh, oh, Brock Tapper, for whom the bell tolls. <sighs> and then one of my personal favorites, Nate Williams, Hail to the King by Vince Sevenfold. That's a good one. Tyler Davis, one of my favorite songs, period. Tyler Davis has got Jukebox Hero by Foreigner. Oh yes. Yes. That's pretty that's pretty awesome. 
And Listen, then go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was say we've come a long way since the guys were walking up with country songs. You still got some of that. Oh, Bryce, I know. Somebody, oh, look, somebody look. has Chattahoochee. Oh yeah. That's I was getting there. Hollis Porter, Chattahoochee. Uh Bryce Chance. I like it. I love it by Tim McGraw. Of course, Luke Hancock, No Place Like Hometown by Hardy. And then switching it up for the year, this may be one of my favorites too. Kellum Clark, Should Have Been a Cowboy. Oh, oh. We're going to Keith. I like it. Yes. Listen. I mean, there's, there's some, there's some listen, bangers it, on here, man. Listen, if I'm the closer, you give me old tried and true Sandman. Oh, oh, that's a good one. I don't. That's a lot, man. That's a lot to live up to. I Listen, mean, if you're, not, if you're gonna I'm have not, if you're gonna have Mariano Rivera's walkout song, you better be throwing Mariano Rivera stuff. Got the meanest cut fastball you've ever seen. Jeez. It's like it's the two like two of the pro pitchers that I'm always thinking about like that. It's like you know exactly what they're gonna throw, and you can't hit it. And it's Mariano Rivera and uh, Greg Maddox. You know what? It's about movement and location. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just nothing you can do. Nothing. I mean, you just can't. You can't do anything about it. Nope. <laughs> Gosh. Should have oh, been man. a cowboy. Oh, man. There, yeah, there's some good songs on here. These guys, I mean, I don't really, I don't really give a shit about Morgan Wallen. There's two Morgan Wallen songs on here. I don't really care about either of those. Colton Ledbetter, Let's Groove by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, I dig it. Let's groove tonight. That's pretty good. He's going he's gonna to be a stud as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's another one that I think you can, uh, I think you can look forward to. Oh, well, I guess he had this. I don't remember if he had this last year or not, but I skipped over this one. Pico Khan's got Kickstart My Heart by Motley Crue. Ooh. That's going to be a good one to come out to. Oh, yeah. I'm about to say, you are kidding. Some dang good choices. Oh, no. It, yeah. it's. I don't remember if I retweeted it or not on, on our account, but yeah, no, these these guys, are, there's, there's some bangers on here, man. It's, it's some good stuff. Austin Tom Austin Tom, Tomasini. I, I, yep. I just I read that and I and it just didn't work right. Austin Tomasini, Last of a Dying Breed by Leonard Skinner. And Colby Holcomb, <laughs> Cult of Personality by Living Color. Dang man, there's some there's some good ones. Did I say Logan Forsyth already? Uh uh-uh. uh. Fight for Your Right to Party by the Beastie Boys. Ooh, buddy. This team to win a national championship. Oh, yeah. Based off the Just based off the walkout songs. Like I said, it's the most important part of the season. I'm about to say, if, you, if it gives you the juice, it gives you the juice. Man. Yeah, I'm digging it. I'm digging the walk-up songs. I'm excited for this. I'm excited for baseball season. Basketball season has been a little exciting lately, but I Can think – I think after last year, everybody has been kind of just holding their breath and waiting 
and just ready to to go ahead and get this going. I mean, for how because you know obviously that not nine and twenty one is not the standards at all, or really by anybody. But I'll be you when you get hit by the injury bug. It doesn't matter how good of a program you are. You are going to struggle. Yeah, I mean it, it's tough to. It's tough. Somebody from uh, I don't know if this is one of our listeners or or not, and I don't know if this is I'm kind of scared to click on this on my on my computer. <laughs> what are you gonna get a virus or something? Shit, I don't know. I mean, it's a link, and it looks like an Instagram link. I don't know if I trust this. <laughs> Sorry, Logan Gibson, if you're listening. I don't know if I trust you enough to click on your uh, on your link. Uh, even though you uh, are a Heinz tennis commit, congratulations! By the way, that's uh, that's something I could I could never get down as tennis. I had too much of a baseball swing, so every time I tried to hit a tennis ball, that's some bitch. That some bitch was going out of the court. I had too I had too much too much uppercut in my swing. There was no <laughs> overhand on that. I'm about to say, I would love to see a video of you playing tennis. Hey, me and my friends, <laughs> throwback, me and some of my friends when we were in high school, we used to go every Sunday after church to Zuber Park in West Point and play tennis at Zuber Park right out there off at 45 alternate. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Ugh. Listen. You won't see me play tennis. Golf is about the best you're gonna get out of me. Shit, you won't you won't see me uh you won't see me playing tennis anymore. My fat ass ain't running around. The only reason I play <laughs> golf is it's an excuse to drink beer for four hours. If you're playing tennis, you're playing doubles. You don't want to play That's doubles it. with me. Well, it's less ground to cover. Yeah, you well, if you play I, I, let me put it this way. If you play doubles with me, you want me to be up, not back. Because if I'm back, <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna say I don't trust my back team. You're, you're liable to leave there with a concussion if I'm if I'm the back player playing doubles. <laughs> you don't know where that thing's gonna go. It's like a Rick and kill fastball. I saw, I saw this thing today that uh, said talk, it was talking about uh, Randy Johnson. I don't know if it was a real quote or not. But it's talking about Randy Johnson said one time, said, no, I don't own a gun, but I keep a bag of baseballs by the bed just in case somebody breaks in. And he said, can you imagine breaking into somebody's house and here's this 6'10", some bitch hurling 110-mile-an-hour fastballs at your head? Oof. In the middle of the night? Man, that, that man was intimidating. Oh, dude. Yeah, you know why he was so good. Dude's six foot ten. By the time the ball leaves his hands, he's halfway to home plate. The, the man killed a bird. Oh yeah. I mean, he didn't, he didn't kill a bird. He disintegrated he that. Disintegrated say, that bastard. All we saw was feathers. Yeah, it's just a big poof. <laughs> that's one. Of, that's still one of the wildest things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I'm saying we'll never see it again. Man, bird with a freaking death wish. Well, lounge. Josh. I think we I think we I think we have we have covered it as well as we possibly could. 
without Jesse here tonight. Shocker. Oh. <laughs> um, I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to give Jesse crap. He does family night every Thursday night, so he's away with his family. <laughs> I'm sure he will probably not even listen to this, so Jesse, you can kiss my ass. Watch, um, watch the watch the numbers boom up this episode. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he'll listen. This will be the one he'll listen to because he's not on it. He'll want to know what we say. So doubly kiss my ass, Jesse. Um, <laughs> You're dragging us down, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the content's just so much better now. God, I'm about to say. I don't know. I'm about to say. I'm just. I'm about to say. I'm just here. I'm just a guy. I'm about to say, I'm I'm not the special content creator of this of this show. Oh man! Hey, to to be fair though, uh, you know, we have had a lot of people. I've had a lot of people ask when we were doing another podcast. I had somebody I didn't even think about. You know, the other day, the other day, I hadn't even thought about you know some of the guys I told you know about the podcast. I had somebody the other day be like, "Man, are y'all ever gonna put another podcast up?" I'm like, "Shit, if we can ever work our schedules out and get together on a date to record, I guess yeah. we will." I mean, got, got to wait on Jesse, make time. You know, it's, it's hard when you get that third wheel. Yeah, he's got a pretty good, pretty good little excuse. So I don't blame you too bad. I'm about to say, if the wife ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Them's the facts. Hey, by the way, update from uh, our last podcast. Our furniture from Pottery Barn came in, so uh, 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 R.I.P. <laughs> so, prayers for Josh now. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if anybody wants to donate, there's a, uh, there's a link on our Twitter page. <laughs> donate. Donate to my uh to my my pottery barn fund. Yeah, and if anybody that's part of a company uh, want wants to be a sponsor, <laughs> or if you just <laughs> hey, if you're part of a company and you just want to you know buy us each a case of beer every couple of weeks, hell, we pl- we'll plug the merch. We're cheap. Listen, I got about I got about eight thousand people follow me. That's a good enough customer base. I'll I'll, pro, I'll promote some stuff. And if you want to, uh, Lounge has eight thousand followers, and I help uh, give him a voice and provide content. So, yeah, there's that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh man, well, I'd say so. We got any airing your grievances tonight? Let's go ahead. And let's do, let's get to it. Let's just, let's get into it. I probably can, I probably can come up with a, with one or two. Uh, it's the last part of the show. We've, we've done it. We've done a pretty good, I think pretty in-depth little run through on the, on the baseball preview. So let's get on to the last part of the show. It's the part that we like to call the airing of grievances. Welcome newcomers. <laughs> the tradition of Festivus begins with the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now, you're going to hear about it. All right. It's time for the airing of grievances. Lounge and I have problems, and y'all are going to hear about them. Lounge, who or what do you have a problem with this week? Listen, 
I kind of said it last night in a tweet. People leaving early to beat traffic when we still had a chance to win. It was like 20 seconds left in the game. People were going to the car, and we were down like three or four. You stick for the whole game. I hate to sound like a I'm yelling at old people or, or anything like that, but it was mostly the older folks getting up, get leaving when we still had a chance to win. And uh, stay for the whole the whole game. Crazy things happen in the last 20 seconds of a basketball game. So, yeah, I mean, they had, they had a chance to win right at the end. Oh, yeah. But people leave. They want to beat traffic. And I, I hate to say it, it's some of the older folks. Well, gotta get I get, up early it. I get it, man. I mean, I've le- I've left games early to try to beat traffic, but I, I can't say I can't say I've ever left a close game early to try to beat traffic. But I'm not true maroon either, so you know. I'm say there's a difference between a twenty point deficit with ten seconds to go, twenty seconds to go, or two minutes to go, and then like a three or four point with twenty seconds. So listen, yeah. it's just but you have they. They probably want to get home early, so they get up, get to start for cafe as quick early as they could. Hey, man, got to do it. Oh, absolutely. One of these days, I just, this, this is my goal in life. One of these days, I'm gonna be one of them old men sitting at the round table up front or Listen, at that big long that's table been in my back. Di- that's I'm gonna sit my in there. Well. I'm gonna sit in there every morning and have my coffee and my uh, my bacon eggs and hash browns. And just we'll have a continuous airing of grievances because y'all just think I'm y'all just think I'm cantankerous now. Y'all just wait till I get old. Listen, I was part of the old man table back home, and I'm 32 years old. <laughs> Listen, you learn things you wish you never learned at those tables. Oh man, it's good stuff. My uh. My grievances this week. I have a problem with myself. I'm gonna show you this. I don't know if you can see this through the through. Do you see my oh, hand Lord. and my arm? I can. I don't know that. That may be a better way. Do? To do. do you see this? Yes, I do. All right. So Saturday night, Saturday evening, uh, we were trying to figure out what we were going to eat for dinner, and I was going to do Valentine's dinner on Sunday. Uh, because we both, you know, have, I get home so late from work, stuff like that. And so I always cook for my wife for Valentine's day, some other times, you know, but I, especially Valentine's day. And, uh, so we need to go to the grocery store anyway. Well, she said, well, I want French dip sandwiches. You want to get one from like, you know, peppers or somewhere like that. I said, no, I kind of want to make it. Cause I like trying to, you know, I like me, you know me, I like to cook. I like trying I, to make new I, stuff. I kind of think I know where this is going. Oh Yeah. So, um, so we went to the store and I got all the stuff to make French dip sandwiches, got back home, got my, got my beef all prepared, trimmed it up, shaped it up, seasoned it real good. I got my, uh, my pan out that I was going to use to, to roast it and put it on the eye of the stove and poured me some, some oil down in there to, to brown up my meat before I put it in the stove to roast. Right. Yeah. 
Well, I got the oil. So, I mean, I wanted to get a good sear on it, right? So I got the oil good and hot. This, I haven't, caveat to this, I hadn't been drinking at all, anything, all day, yet. Um, <laughs> so, so then I proceed to take my, my tongs and take that piece of beef that is ice cold and put it into the oil that is literally smoking <laughs> hot. And oh, no. you always hear them say you, you're supposed to, when you put meat into a pan, you're supposed to lay away, lay it away from yourself. Well, by God, there's a reason they say that because if you <laughs> lay it down flat or you lay it back toward yourself and you're putting a ice cold piece of meat in a smoking hot pan, that oil will like explode on you. So y'all can't see it. Lounge could, I've got like second degree burns on my wrist and hand from where literal smoking hot oil just like sprayed out of the pan all over my arm and then so anyway that that freaked out it started smoking in the house because we don't have a real damn vent hood i it was just it was a mess and then to add insult to injury after i finally got it in the oven <laughs> and i had started drinking at that point because the burns were starting to hurt so you know you got to do something to numb that pain a little bit so at that point I had started drinking, but we got done cooking and uh got it out. It was at the right temperature I wanted it to be. So I start slicing it up to make uh, you know, to put it back in the au jus and kind of let it soak for a second. And I had just sharpened my chef's knife. Buddy, I took a big old chunk out of the tip of my thumb, too. So it's honestly a miracle that I still have a left hand after Saturday night cooking. I, I just Man, I, I then you realize, all right, well, I'll just go get and buy some French dip sandwich. And the thing is, and this is why my airing agreements is, is myself, it's all my own fault. It's all stupid shit that I did, which 95% of the injuries I've ever had have been a result of that. So par for the course, right? Yeah. But on the bright side, those French dip sandwiches were freaking delicious, dude. They were so good. <laughs> the sacrifice was worth it. I don't know if it was worth it, but they were really damn good. Oh. All right, guys. Well, look, that's all I got for you this week. We'll try to we'll try to see if we can't actually get Jesse to uh, you know, make time for for us next week. Jesse kissed my ass. Um <laughs> that's three. So we'll see if we can't get him to make time for us next week. <laughs> Um, and also I've got an idea for a new segment for the show. We're going to try out maybe, maybe not next week, but maybe here in a couple weeks, I got an idea for a segment we're going to try out or a special show. We're going to try out. We'll see how that goes. So y'all, y'all stay tuned for that. We had a little break for about a month there cause we couldn't coordinate, but now we got baseball season coming up. The uh, March madness is coming up. So we got a lot happening. So we're going to start, start getting back into this again. You'll be hearing a lot more from us here in the next few weeks. So, guys, y'all have a good weekend. Enjoy some Mississippi State baseball. And hopefully we can come to you on Monday and say dogs win again. I don't know. Is that Can we say that? Is that copyrighted now? Yeah. Well, if they sue me, they, I, got, I don't have anything. That's true. I don't, get, I don't give a damn. Who cares? Sue me. <laughs> You don't get shit. 
<laughs> okay. Except, except Pottery Barn Furniture. Pottery Barn Furniture. You can get that. No, you can't get that. Mom. <laughs> then I'll be then I'll be broke and divorced. Y'all can't have that. All right, guys. Thank y'all for listening. This has been Prisoners of the Moment Podcast for Lounge Dog and Jesse Young when he's here. I'm Josh Watson. Y'all have a good one. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs>